This is the Mutual Audio Drama Network. This is an Adventureland Media Production. The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Nineteen forty-three. The world has gone to war on two fronts. The fates of nations have been thrown into the winds of history. In Southern California, a team of ex-flying Tiger pilots have come together as a request from the President of the United States. Their job: to use their special military skills to protect the American people from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Together, they are the terrors of the skies. This is the story of the Lost Tigers. Tonight's episode: the Citrus Queen. We now rejoin our story as Morning finds Agent Easter, dressed in a silky nightgown, at Gunny's hotel room near the San Gabriel Mission. Her big-breasted, smiling charms were irresistible to the handsome, bearded Mexican-American, especially with so many tequilas under his belt. Oh, Diego, you are such a Casanova. You're just the kind of man I enjoy working with. Strong, fun-loving, and rich. Why aren't the other members of your team like you? Oh, I believe Sir Scott is pretty wealthy. He just doesn't show it. He's too high-strung to settle down long enough for any women. High-strung? That's not the term I would use to describe him. Isn't he seventy years old or something? <laughs> He's in his fifties, dears. You just don't know him. He's known for sweeping up waitresses, starlets, and even European royalty in his time. Quite the scandalous fellow. I'll bet. Say, we've been laying in bed all morning. Want to go get some brunch at the Polo Lounge? You mean to tell me you don't like it here in my quaint little flat in the valley? I mean, come on, surrounded by wine boxes, flight gear, and even family photos. What more can you ask for, Tuts? You do have a lot of family photos. I have a big Mitzkid family, but there are photos of my friends too, like those right over there. Mind if I get up and snoop around? Be my guest. I'll be in the shower. I'll join you in a minute. Do you have any cute baby pictures? <laughs> Not facing the camera. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. It's gonna be fun working together. I know. You've been working for special services all over the world. Do you know what it's like to come face to face with a bunch of stony-eyed-hearted men? Yeah, I volunteered at the Hollywood Canteen once. Good point. Say. Why is her name Easter, anyways? When I was born, I was sickly. My parents were told I would surely die, but I didn't. It was seen as a miracle, almost a resurrection. My mother thought I was a gift from God, so they named me after the day of resurrection, Easter. That's very creative. 
Not a lot of information in here about the other boys and girls in the band. It's gonna be a tough nut to crack. Hey, you coming in here, Easter? I got enough soap for two people. In a minute, love. What can you tell me about your friends, the Lost Tigers? Uh, not much more than you discovered at the meeting the other day. I work with them in different capacities for many years now. They're very good at what they do. I think the days of the Axis partners here in U.S. soil are numbered. We have a lead on who they are, and we're going after them as soon as timing permits. Really? I didn't think we knew that much about that sort of enemy here in California. AWOL never said anything to me about it. Wait, he's not going to tell you everything, dear. We're his A-team here in Los Angeles. It's our skills that will put a stop to any nefarious plans that Japanese or Germans may have for us. Well, you should also be aware, my love. The enemy knows who you are, too. You and your flyer buddies need to check your six every now and then. What was that? Oh, nothing, Captain. Maybe I'll see you at the base. Hey, where are you going? I have to go now. Now, I wonder what was the matter with her. Diego here. Oh, oh, hi, Kate. I thought I was having brunch with Agent Easter, but she... Yeah, yeah, she was here. What is it to you? Of course I trust her. She's on our team. I... Now, Kate, what's wrong with you? Since when do you care who I spit? Never! Catherine, what's wrong? I wonder why she's so sore at me. I mean, I've never seen her so worked up over something. Except for maybe the time when she told me the story about the trip to the South Seas with her father as a teenager. I mean, that one even had me teary-eyed. Such an emotional time for her. I remember every detail. It happened in 1936, and the event helped discover the road that led to Catherine's history with the Lost Tigers. The way she told it, it was like relating a bedtime story. A frightening bedtime story. Ah yes, it went something like this. The Lockheed Model 10 Electra sailed high between the clouds, its twin-engine Pratt and Whitney engines humming happily above the sleepy blue Pacific at 10,000 feet. The sleek silver cabin, with enough room for 12 people, carried a load of plants instead. The racks were loaded with pineapples, breadfruit, and sugar apples. These sea plants were the hope of the two pilots, sitting up front in the cockpit. Her father, Henry Fury, hoped to pass on his legacy to his teenage daughter, sitting in the co-pilot seat beside him. Hey, you see, Catherine, that's why this trip is so important. One of these plants may lead us to riches if we can grow and sell them in the States. I understand, Dad. I just came along because I wanted a nice vacation with you. I look at it as kind of a treasure hunt. Oh, sweetie, I'm glad you came. The treasure we seek is the growing kind. We just gotta find the next strike. The French magistrate on Borogora, Louis, gave us permission to land on Tagataya. Not this volcanic wreck. What's this one called again? Tongari. This may be the one that provides us with the cash crop we're looking for. Really, Daddy? This was supposed to be a simple ring of fire vacation. Circle the Pacific and return home. Isn't that what you promised? Well, I figured we could mix a bit of business into it. If we are to discover the mother load as some kind of new fruit that could change the market in the States, so much the better. Remember what happened with pineapples back in Hawaii? I have to admit, traveling with you has been a great eye-opening adventure. Okay, okay, I see the runway. If you want to call that cow pasture above the Black Sand Beach a runway. 
I don't think this island has a runway, Dad. Any port in a storm. No storm today, Father. Just sunny tropical skies and a gentle westerly breeze. Well, there may be a sub if we get caught snooping around down there. Are the locals friendly? Well, they're upstanding French citizens who just happen to live like their ancient Melanesians' ancestors. So, that's a no, then. Russian missionaries built a nice church there a few years ago. They must be doing well. Nobody's heard from them in a long time. Hang on, dear. We're going in. That's what I was afraid of. Why are we landing here, Dad? It sounds dangerous. They have some of the best breadfruit in the South Seas. There's the rub. Oh, come on. Show a little backbone, will you? I mean, first you stop your flights in the crop dusters, and then yeah, you go... Yeah, but old Gus crash-landed us in the middle of the Everglades. Honey, that was an accident. Accidents happen. You just have to get back up on the horse. That horse sank in the sawgrass like it was quicksand, right up to the tail rudder. The old man was buried as the plane slipped under the swamp, and I had to walk and sometimes swim out of there. I remember, sweetie. You were missing for a week. I thought I was going to die. You should have seen what I had to eat to survive. I'm sorry you had to go through all that, darling, but that doesn't mean you never get back in the saddle. You never flew again. I was 12 years old. That crash scared the bejesus out of me. I can handle flying in a plane, one that's enclosed, but nothing under heaven and earth can get me into the pilot's seat okay, again. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm worried, that's all. We're coming around Lagoon now, reducing throttle. Henry Fury piloted the sleek plane down onto the narrow black sand beach, pulling up just before the jungle's edge and shut off the engines. The outer hatch opened and they climbed out, carrying collection bags. Together, they quietly headed out into the thick jungle. The sound of drums filled the morning air with urgent rhythm. At length, they could see a small village filled with thatch roof huts. Around these, the dark natives danced and stamped their feet, lost in wild celebration. Stay low, honey. They're otherwise engaged, it looks like. Having a big celebration. <laughs> it's like looking at a snapshot of history in National Geographic magazine. Look at that. The women don't wear much, do they? I see that. Say, Dad, you think they might have heard the Electra fly over? They're probably used to the sound of aircraft flying over by now. They've been part of the industrial age for years, even if just marginally. Well, it looks like the missionaries were here, all right. There's a church. Can I have the binoculars? Oh, here you go. Okay, yeah, it's a church, all right. Nothing more than just a big thatched roof over an open plain floor, topped by a bamboo steeple. I can even see a bell in it. Let me take a look. They're dancing wildly. Looks like a drug-induced sacred ceremony of some type. Where are the missionaries, though? Uh... I see him. Where? Here. Take a look. To the left of the pulpit. Um, oh my god, it looks like the conversion of the natives to Christianity didn't take. I'll say. These people are cannibals. That's our cue, Father. We need to get out of here. Not before we take a look at their crops. We don't need it that bad. I don't want to be a permanent member of that church's congregation. Let's just take a look. The natives are occupied with their little party. Dad... 
Mr. Fury ignored his teenage daughter's pleas and led them toward the high volcanic center of the island. They skirted the village, walking past huge tiki statues carved in stone. At length, they came to the cliffside temple, built right into the rock of the volcano itself. A huge, frightening face had been chiseled from the black rock, staring down at them from above. The hollow eyes glowed red with volcanic heat, steam issuing slowly from the sightless pupils. The natives had rerouted water down from the heights to issue, like a waterfall curtain, over its gaping mouth. Dad, that thing is clearly a warning. We should get out of here. Are you kidding? I think we hit the jackpot. Look at the base of the cliff. The whole field is planted with the biggest sorrow plants I've ever seen. Dad, I'm quite certain this is holy ground. The huge statues remind me of those we saw on Easter Island. Oh. That means the place is taboo. Oh, shush. These plants are most likely so big because of the nearness to the fertile volcano. I think there's a tunnel just inside that hideous stone face there. Okay, I'm sure you're right, but... I'm going in for a closer look. Dig up a couple of those taro plants, will you? Expected. It's the heat from the lava tube that's causing the growth. Our Florida heat should be just right. That's it, honey. Just just pour some water from your canteen and stick it in the sack. That's right. I don't think the natives are going to be happy about us being here stealing their sacred plants. See? The volcano god is angry. This is an active volcano we're standing on. Oh, not to worry, not to worry. This place has been here for thousands of years. I think we're safe from an eruption. The natives aren't even going to notice we're here for a while, either. Scratch that. Let's go. Uh, what are they saying? From this like a sea cannibal. I thought they were French citizens. That was French. Well, it wasn't cannibal either. Now you're speaking my language. The angry natives of Tungary chased the interlopers with wild hatred in their eyes. As the two bolted for the beach, they were assaulted with arrows and spears and the howls of the local cannibals. As they made for the final stretch, an errant spearhead struck the Elder Fury with enough force to knock him flat. Dad, you're hit. Are you all right? There, I pulled it out. Yeah, went to my shoulder. I'll never venture out unarmed again. At this rate, I'll be glad to get back to Florida. Just a few angry Seminoles and drunken good old boys to contend with at home. That's for sure. What are we going to do? You can't fly like that. Just get us inside, get warmed up. At least we'll have some protection against their primitive weapons. You hear me, baby? Hold together. She'll be fine. These Lockheed planes are tough. Tell that to Amelia Earhart. Change the mixture. I'll stow the plants. Okay, we're at full power with enough fuel to make it to Borgora. All right, darling. Go ahead and take us up. What? Come on. You can do it. Dad, I, I can't. My rotator cuff was sliced through that spear. I can't even lift it. Dad, you know my feelings on this. I'm not going to do it. I can't fly. 
Well, if you don't, we're done for. I know how afraid you are, and I know that you can get us out of here. Gus let you fly that old crate all the time, and you watched me pilot this old bird over thousands of miles of Pacific Ocean. Now strap yourself in and give her some juice. I don't. That's good. Now we're moving. Get your airspeed up before you get to that beach. That's it. You got it. I've got tears in my eyes. I can't see. You have to do it, Kate. Now pull yourself together. All right. Pull up! Watch out! You're going to hit that palm tree. Okay, dear, go ahead and level out. We're safe now. You did it. I did? Yeah, you're flying like a pro. I, I am, aren't you I? finally got back on that horse. Just keep your airspeed up and stay at this altitude. I guess all these troops with me have fade off. I suppose. I think we need an amphibious plane, though, from now on. We could take it anywhere. No need to land on beaches or in fields. Don't get cocky, darling. We're never going to be able to get our coffee plantation going at this rate. It's too dangerous. You know, I've been thinking about that, love. With the use of refrigeration, we could ship further and keep our crop longer. I think oranges are the way to go. Oranges? That would never be a success, Father. The citrus industry is not big enough. Oh, it will be. Oranges are becoming a booming market. Kids will drink orange juice at breakfast in every home. It'll be the drink of choice. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Okay, you can rest now. I'll take over. What? You mean... You were able to fly the whole time? I had to get you back to doing what you do best. Whatever the outcome. Daddy, how could you? It worked, didn't it? Yeah, I, I guess it did. I'll never forgive you, you rat. Oh, yes, you will. I'll be gone someday, and it's up to you to take care of the Fury legacy. You'll never die, Dad. You're way too grouchy. With Kate's story revealed, we return to modern-day 1943, as the very proper team handler, Mr. Awal, introduces his team to the very improper head of all things Soviet in the Golden State. Oh, how I miss Mother Russia. I grew up there. I was always a big guy as a child. I bounced my mother on my knee. Ha! The other kids were afraid of me. They had to tie a pork chop around my neck so the dogs would play with me. Ha ha. This imposing gentleman is from the Soviet consulate. We've met him. Well, I haven't. Nice to meet you, comrade. Uh, you're the Russian ambassador? No. Consul General from San Francisco. That is where I met your Mr. Awol here. Great title, by the way. Very amusing. It's my professional name. Do you know his real name? Of course. This man is a decorated officer, a hero of his own countrymen, even if a little older than his fellow infantrymen, the top of his class. Really? And he can even sing a Hawaiian war chant forward and backward. One puka puka, eh? That's a small world. Did you spend any time in Hawaii? No, but most of my unit is from the islands. So can you tell us his real name, Council? Never. It's a state secret. By the way, where are Catherine and Bang? They should be here for this meeting. She said she was going shopping. 
Our illustrious mechanic is driving Kate all over town like a common chauffeur. I do believe she found someone new to admire. Indeed, Nyus Fury and the chief mechanic were spending the day together, exploring the busy shopping district of Rodeo Drive on foot. Catherine led the pretty Irish girl down the row of expensive shops lining the 400 block of Rodeo Drive as if she were a puppy. To the young chief mechanic, she looked like a goddess in her knee-length floral dress, wide hat, black gloves, and glossy black shoes. She carried a stack of packages wrapped in twine, so high she was invisible behind them. She didn't mind one bit. She hoped to be just such a goddess herself one day. Come along, Miss Lee. You're falling behind. Yes, Miss Fury. I can't believe that bum was hanging out with that European tramp. He is as bad as William. They both were reeled in by her little women's endowments. I told him not to trust her, didn't I? Yes, Miss Fury. Just one more store. I have a pair of shoes I need for the Academy Awards. I'm invited, you know. We had already gone to 11 stores, Miss Fury. Can't we take these packages back to the rolls? There must be seven of them. I can't even see where I'm going. Patience, my lovely young friend. I'll buy you some lunch at Zero's. Oh, yes, Miss Fury. You can call me Kate, Miss Lee. Yes, Miss Fury. You're so adorable. Stick with me and we'll have you out of those Chinese clothes and into some high-class dresses in no time. I would love to see that myself, Miss Fury. I've never worn any Western clothes before, except mechanic's jumpsuit. Well then, one more store and we're off to change that. Oh, oh, careful! There's a huge beetle flying right behind your head! It's really shiny, like one of those green Egyptian... Wait, it's one of Dumford's little spies. It's landing on the top package. Oh, it's tipping me! (coughs) Sorry, miss. The weight was too much. You're too much, Bang. Relax. I think it's the flight school trying to contact us. HQ calling? Oh, dear. I'll just start in here for a minute. You okay, Miss Lee? Yes, miss. Okay, go ahead and put those in the car while I call, will ya? Dang to Buddha. What's that? I think something is broken. Not one of those Tiffany photo frames, I hope. Nothing serious. Just my pride. Well, I guess we should report this to HQ. Yes, ma'am. You look like a nice, handsome store clerk, young man. Can I use your phone? We suddenly know what heaven we're in when they begin the beginning. When they begin the beginning. Lever Brothers, makers of Lux Toilet Soap, the screen star's own beauty soap, Spry, and other fine products, bring you the Bob Hope Show. The Bob Hope Show with Doris Day, Jack Kirkwood, Irene Ryan, Chris Cooley, Hi Everback, Les Brown, and his band of renowned. Catherine Fury just called and said she'll be along presently. She's shopping for supplies for a special presentation she's doing for the Academy Awards, then going to lunch. Miss Lee is with her. 
No doubt. You know what? She tends to have a mind of her own. She'll be here when it counts, and we'll fill her in. Mm. You tell me, what's her story? Since I've known her the longest, I'll be telling this one. Let's go back again now to a bright, sunny summer day in central Florida and hear the story of the day Catherine came into her own. The heat below the southern sun in 1939 was so hot that steam rose off the canal so prevalent in the Lake Okeechobee area. The few live oaks in the orchard were laced with old man's beard, and the tall pines and palmetto plants broiled in the humid morning air. The field workers of the Fury family growers struggled to work the rows between the stands of Cleopatra mandarins that had brought the farm so much prosperity. You know, it's so humid, my shirt is sticking to my body. I can't wait for January. As long as there's no frost, these oranges don't do well in the cold. We'll just bring out the mush pots. The orchards have been doing well for three years now. Between the oranges and the shipbuilding, the boss has done well for himself when everyone else has gone to cattle raising. He has almost 2,000 acres in this area. Sure, some of it's in swamp, infested with raccoons and bald eagles, but they managed to reclaim a lot of land and bring it above the water table north of Lake Toho. Oh, that's good. We just have to get to hurricane season and we'll be okay. I brought up two trucks from the river. That should help us get the fruit down to the train depot easier. Oh, what about the boss's daughter, eh? That's one pretty senorita. And the fishing, too. She runs a plantation like an army base. You like her, don't you, Cuban? Oh, I would never think of looking at her like that. She's my boss, and I'm an old Cuban. My days of romance are all done, my friend. You said it yourself. She's rich. I don't really care about that. Oh, yes, you do. You're a poor old peon from the hills of Havana, just like me. I'm sure you wouldn't mind marrying a wealthy, pretty white girl. Huh. I admire her because she's adventurous and can ride and shoot and fish and still cook a mean rock shrimp casserole. <laughs> she's traveled around the world and met the King of England, went on safari in South Africa and panned for gold in Alaska with her father all before she was 18. Yeah, but she got booted out of Egypt for being too unladylike. Eh, so what? She is still very nice, and she is still a lady. If I were you, I'd keep your mind on these porches. Ah, plane approaching. It's one of those fancy Ford tribalters. It's her. Act like you're busy. She's coming down into the field off of Boggy Creek. From the single-wing aircraft emerged the most beautiful woman the men had ever seen. She looked fresh as sunshine and tall as a tree. She was wearing a wide-brimmed straw hat, coveralls, and high boots. In Old West fashion, she carried an old Colt single-action pistol strapped to her hip. The entire crew stopped to watch her approach. Hi, boys. How's it going? Good, boss. Almost finished with this field. How are the trees looking? 
We're bringing in bees for pollination. No sign of white fly or canker. We should be ready to harvest in about, oh, three weeks. Senorita Fury, had bad news on the North Range. There's an ace for Gator and Novin Slough. He keeps coming out of the water and sneaking up on the workers. We can't seem to scare him. I'll take care of it. Catherine leapt onto the saddle of the worker's horse, turned the Rowan gelding on a dive. She galloped off toward the North Range, still two miles distant. Where is it? At the end of the third row, by the ladder. Thing had me pinned up in the street for a half hour. Well, we can't have that. You can all get back to work now. The Loch Ness Monster's dead. Thanks, boss. Well, that really is a big one. Could you guys do me a favor, get the old tractor down here and haul that thing back to the barn? I'm going to make some boots out of him. Heck, maybe we'll even have a barbecue. You guys ever eaten gator? No, boss. Tastes like chicken, with a bit of a fishy flavor. Beauty, there you are. I need to get you back to the ranch in a hurry. Something has happened. Ricardo, what is it? I'm not sure, but it sounds serious. There's an ambulance there. The young farmer drove off in Ricardo's truck with her boots pressing the pedal to the floor. She drove in fear down the muddy roads between the fields and headed straight for the main house. I hope nothing's wrong with Father. What would I do without him? He's always been there for me. Oh, there are a lot of people out here and two ambulances. I'm scared for the first time in my life. Oh, Katie. Mother, what's going on? I'm afraid it's your father. Just tell me. It's his heart. He hasn't been well since he came back from the battlefields of France in the Great War. God knows what kind of deadly gas the enemy released on those horrid trenches. Mother, what happened? He was in a meeting with the Osceola County Board of Supervisors and seemed fine. I brought them lemonade. Such a nice group of southern gentlemen. Ruthie! He passed on, dear. Heart attack. Oh my god! I'm so sorry, my daughter. He was a good man and a good husband. We were married over 30 years. We created the Fury family growers from 10 acres of swamp and a lot of hard work. It's all yours now, dear. Being the owner of a family corporation is the least of my interests right now. Well, you need to think about it. You're a 20-year-old millionaire with many prospects for marriage. Ha! Huh. Marriage is not my concern either. I yearn for adventure, excitement, glamour, fame. Your eye has always been on the horizon. I thought as much. 
You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and a green thumb. It's been hard to keep your feet on the ground and your head out of the clouds. I'm sorry, Mother. I've never been that kind of girl. Your father knew you could run the business as well as he could. Yes, but like him, I want to do more exciting things with my life whenever I'm not here. What is it you desire? Maybe become a movie star or a pinup. You're a beautiful girl, but those kinds of goals are not for the likes of you. Don't ever lower yourself to those kinds of careers. I want to work with Jimmy Stewart, Lucille Ball, and Fred Astaire. You can hobnob with those people anytime. You're wealthy now. You can have all the benefits without the casting couch, or the brown-nosing producers, or the movie moguls. You have an unwritten future ahead of you, Catherine. Make sure you do something worthwhile with it. I love flying now. Dad gave me that. I've been volunteering with the 99th for two years now, but I think I can do that kind of work in California, too. I'm sure, dear. Then I can do both out in the Golden State. Besides, with today's events, I can't hang around here anymore. Ricardo can handle things. California, here I come, right back where I started from. Dun, 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 dun. Stay tuned next time as the history of Gunny's time in the Marines is revealed. Will our heroes find the clues to the Chinese riddle before the enemy does? Remember, now is the time to join the fight. Whenever the enemy threatens our freedom, wherever liberty lies in the shadows, however difficult the mission, the Lost Tigers will be there. The Lost Tigers, The Shadow of Evil is a non-profit production and a fan fiction. A celebration of all the writings, films, and audio of great adventurers throughout time. All music and sound effects belong to their originators. No copyright infringing claims are intended. This Adventureland Media production was created by Alan Douglas and Renee Garcia. Written by Alan Douglas. Directed by Renee Garcia. Vocal effects, mixing, and music by Alan Douglas. Final show mixing by Ryan Osterman. Opening music by royaltyfreemusic.com. Special thanks to associate producers Ian Branson and Brian Kinoshita. Thanks to Kevin Garcia for art design. This Lost Tigers radio drama featured the voice talents of... Steven Tyler as the narrator in Henry Fury. Brian Kinoshita as Mr. Awal. Renee Garcia as Gunny Garcia and Ricardo. Alan Douglas as Major Will and the Cuban. Jennifer Grafton as Kissimmee Kate. Daniel Shippey as Shrunken Head Ned. Rachel Fewings as Loud Bang and Ruth Fury. Michelle Ferry as Agent Easter. Hussein Urbina as Consul Smirnoff and Worker. Ron Voss as Dex. If you are enjoying this old-time serial drama, come to our official website and see what all the excitement is about. There you'll find all of our podcast information, character blogs, bloopers, etc. We are also on Facebook and Twitter. Tell your friends. For more information, visit adventurelandmedia.com 
This old-time radio drama was made for fans by fans. This is brought to you by Ranchers Insurance. Here at the University of Ranchers, it's our job to help you understand your insurance and to help you find the gaps in your coverage. For example, you may think you're covered for this. Welcome to your new home. Oh. When you're actually only covered for this. Welcome to your new hovel. Oh. Or you may think you're covered for this. I'm going upstairs to my room! When you're really only covered for this. I'm going upstairs to my room! Talk to ranchers and see what gaps could be hiding in your insurance. We are ranchers. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.